Hello and welcome to the Chiropractic Student Podcast. My name is Lewis and we're here to talk about all the things you need to know before graduating chiropractic school. We're going to talk to experienced chiropractors and we're going to be discussing the science, philosophy and art of chiropractic. We're going to get tips and hints on how to get through chiropractic school with a deeper understanding of what chiropractic is and truly can be. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chiropractic Student Podcast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Aaron Morris. You're coming in all the way from the States, I believe. So thank you so much for giving some time. How are you doing today? I am doing great, sir. Actually, I am in Barcelona, so I'm not too far away. Amazing. Yep. Sun is shining? Yeah. Sun is shining, my friend. Sun is shining. It's beautiful down here. Great. Um, I've, been, I, I've, been here for, I've been here in Barcelona for about 18 years. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no that's where your base was. Yeah. I'm based out of Barcelona. I have never actually practiced. Well, I've, I've practiced in Nicaragua in Central America for about six months when I graduated. And then I came right over here and I was going to be here for about five months. I was covering a woman for her maternity leave. And then it just turned into 18 years. I blinked and it's been 18 years. Well, that goes to show how little I know actually about what's going on. So- <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your story then? So 18 years, where did you yeah. graduate and how did you get to where you are now? Okay, so uh, I graduated from Life West in California, Bay Area. Okay, that was in 2003. And then I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I was completely lost till about six months before graduation. And I had this opportunity. I went on a mission trip in Nicaragua. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been on a mission trip, Lewis, but it was pretty awesome. You know, adjusted hundreds and hundreds of people and it was just mind blowing. And to see everything I've worked on as a student that, oh, this stuff actually works, you know, and you go adjust people and people who may not have access to any medical, medical care, traditional medical, medical care, and certainly not chiropractic. And you see them having these crazy responses and like cool miracles happening. It was it was awesome. So I went on these, on these mission trips to Nicaragua. And then um, the guy who was organizing those, uh, he asked me if I would like to come to Nicaragua and work for and open up like a chiropractic clinic that was like every two years, a new chiropractor would, would rotate into. And uh, so I did, and I went down there and I ended up working with him and I ended up getting everything started. And I was, my Spanish was not very good at all. (laughs) And I went down and I found myself just kind of like thrust in front of groups. I remember I gave this, this speech for like 200 medical doctors, 300 police, like, and I'm just sitting there like doing my best, but people are just kind of looking at me like, what the hell is he talking about? And you were fresh out of university when you gave this talk. I was fresh out. I was 23 years old, 24 years old. And, uh, I just went for it. I was scared. I just really stretched my comfort zone. And, and the, the best way to, that I realized to do those talks was to be like, okay, do your best, your basic that you can, and then get people up and start adjusting them. And I just started adjusting people. And all of a sudden it was just like, oh my God, that was amazing. And, and yeah, it's cool. So is that what gave you the bug to do more talks and teaching side of things? No, when I got out, I was very, very, very shy. Like when I got out of school, I did not like public speaking. It was very hard for me. And um, it was it was really like, uh, it scared the hell out of me. And and so uh, I just decided to do it. I said, like, I just want to, it was almost like wherever I feel like I'm, I'm contracted, you know, that feeling when you're contracted or that feeling when you're open and like you feel expansive. But whenever I feel contracted, I'm like, that's an opportunity to grow. 
And uh, I don't want to feel contracted and I don't want to feel limited in my life because I want to feel free, right? And so I just, whenever I feel that contraction, not whenever, but many, many times, if I know it's going to help me grow, I just lean into it and go, I don't really want to do this, but I know that there's freedom on the other side, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> that sounds great. I mean, and it, it kind of, I've got lots of friends who have been to Syntropy stuff and it kind of fits with that ethos of, I don't know, that growing, that adaption. Yes, yes. So you were in Nicaragua for, were you there for a few years? No, I was only there for like six months. And uh, and then I started getting these kind of signs. You know, when you're kind of, you're on the right path in your life and um, everything's flowing very nicely and opportunities come to you. You don't have to go look for them. It's things kind of fall into place as you're working on your stuff. Like you have to work on it, but then when it all kind of comes together, you realize, okay, I'm on the right path here. Yeah. It was not happening that way in Nicaragua. Um, I was like successful. I had quite a few people coming to see me and I was getting great results, but I was getting some very, very clear signs that it's time to leave. You know, I got a like pretty bad car accident. Um, some people broke into my house and it was just like kind of this feeling like, yeah, I think it's time to move on. Mm. And, uh, and then, so I was talking to my friend, Carlos Kievers and uh, he's a chiropractor and he said, Hey, crazy idea. Why don't you come practice in Barcelona? And, uh, and I did. <laughs> And so you've been there ever since. I have been here ever since. I've been here. It's been, I say 18, it's been 19 years now. And uh, it's good. It's, it's a nice place to be. I've, I love my practice, love my people. It's nice to live here. I've, I've, yeah, I'm real happy here. You know, I only went to Spain for the first time, like last month. I went to Valencia for the weekend and oh, uh, never been to Spain before. So there you go. I've never been I've got an excuse to come and visit Barcelona. Yeah, I really Absolutely. liked it. I really liked it. Cool. Nice. Yeah, Valencia is cool. It's a good place. I want to track back a little bit to what you said right at the start. Six months mm -hmm. before you finished university, you felt yes. lost. You didn't know. Mm -hmm. I think that's a common feeling upon a lot of new grads and students at the moment, feeling like they don't actually know what to do with all this all this stuff that they've learned at university and books that they've read. Mm -hmm. What helped you find where you are now? Uh, well, thinking back, I, I was uneasy about it, but I also kind of knew that it was going to work out uh, just because my life in general had, I was, like I said, I was pretty young when I graduated up to that point, pretty much anything that I'd put my mind to and just focused on, it kind of worked out. So I, I realized that, okay, having a bunch of anxiety and worrying about where am I going to go? Who am I going to work with? Am I going to open my own practice? How's it going to work? I don't even know what state I want to live in in the States. And it turned out I didn't live in any States. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and I just kind of relaxed. I just tried to relax as much as I could. And just, you know, as they say, like be in the moment as cliche as that sounds, it's, I just try to be as present as I could. And, and, uh, and I trusted that things would work out and, Sure enough, I got this opportunity, this, the guy who was leading those seminars and he goes, Hey, you're Spanish. You, you know, you have this basic level of Spanish, but you think it's good enough to go do this project. And I just said, yes, when it was not, <laughs> but I just said, yes, let's do it. You and said, uh, si, that's the only word Spanish. Oh, si, si. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and I think it's being a yes. Um, it's being a yes to life. It's being a yes to opportunities that show up. And so that opportunity, I could have easily said, no, I, my Spanish isn't good enough. 
Yeah. And it probably wasn't, but I, I just said, yes. I said, yep. I told him, I said, Hey, my Spanish is basic, but I can, what do you need me to do? And, and he goes, yeah, but I can have a translator there with you. And, and I said, I can do that. I can do it. And I was just a yes to it. So I think that that's one thing that, um, one thing that really helped me, Lewis, was when I was in school, I was absolutely obsessed about being a good adjuster. Okay. That was it. I got through my exams. I got through my boards. I got through all that stuff that I didn't even care about. I didn't care about that stuff. And, uh, you know, say what you will about that, about my approach. The academic it's side of things. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worked for me. I mean, I like the, the, the academic side of things. I love the certain things like the biomechanics I thought were really cool. Anatomy and physiology was amazing. But when I'm not sure how it is in the UK, I'm sure it's quite similar. A lot of it was stuff that I knew I was never going to use. You know, I didn't, you know, it, you know, the classes I'm talking about. Yeah. And it was like all these differential diagnoses, um, like all these different EENT, all these things that I was just like, people will just go to their med medical doctor for that. I'm not going to practice that way anyway. Mm -hmm. And let me focus on what's the most important, which in my, in my belief back in the day, a belief system was adjusting and communication. You got to be a great adjuster. You got to be a great communicator. And if you can do both of those things, you're going to be very successful in practice. If you can't do those things, it's going to be very hard in practice. I agree. So what did you do? What was your process? Because you were obsessing over the adjustment. You were obsessing over um, communication. What was that process like? Okay. Um, so I would say I was definitely obsessing over the adjusting part. The communication stuff, I was okay. It was kind of, you know, that was number two. And, um, but number one was I would just go to seminars all the time. So students, you know, you get normally chiropractors will give you, um, discounts on their seminars, like their student prices. That's what we do at Centropy for sure. Like go to as many seminars as you can, like go and take advantage of the cheap seminars you now and, and the student pricing. And then what I did was I, I go to these seminars and I had mentors that I just, I loved and I would, I would, um, First of all, I would see how I could serve them. So one of my greatest mentors is this guy named Jay Kamarik. And uh, he's an amazing chiropractor in the States. He's an animal. He's probably the most famous animal chiropractor in the world, Jay. He has this, uh, we, we interviewed him on our podcast last week. And he's, uh, he was one of my mentors. And so I thought like, okay, if I can serve him and provide value to him, yeah. Um, then I can spend more time with him. So I approached him and said, Hey, I want to organize seminars and I'll get a bunch of students to come to your seminars. And he's like, okay. And then he became a mentor and he was, he was really open to me and he was, we spent a lot of time together. And um, so I would say if you're, you know, like, how can I get a mentor? Don't think about who can I approach and ask if they'll be my mentor. I would go into it with like, go serve them in some way. Hey, I've got this thing that I would love to do for you. Uh, I've done it. Here it is. What do you think? Hey, can I help you do X, Y, or Z? I'd like to help you. And I'd love to pick your brain. They're like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was one of the things. I went to so many seminars and I got mentors that I connected with, mm -hmm. served and helped them. And then they were happy to just to spend time with me. That makes sense? That's incredible. Yeah, I think that's yeah. true. I mean, yeah. I think that's the symbol of being a go-getter at university because I have some people I went to university with who were very much just went through, got a job and they're just doing chiropractic and some of them eventually drop off, which is unfortunate. But mm -hmm. 
the real go-getters who went out there and I think you have to be almost it's like being slightly eccentric in chiropractic and, and out there and putting yourself on the forefront to help others because that's what we're all yeah. about as chiropractors we want to help others to help 100%. the people who are helping so you mentioned your first seminar when did this happen three, three weeks into school yeah. um I was I had no idea I was like I was just learning to do, you know, palpation and find a spinous process and, and I couldn't even find a spinous process probably. Yeah. And, and there was this chiropractor and his name was Arno Brunier and he has oh, this wow. seminar. He had this seminar. Yeah. Arno. And it, it was called making love to the spine. Mm -hmm. And I thought that is really, really weird. Okay. I better try it. And, um, and it was my first seminar. And I remember seeing this poster up at life West and, and it was, uh, I'm sorry about that. And it was, um, let me just turn this off real quick. That's cool. Uh, and it was this bald guy. And he was this bald guy and a French bald guy. So it's just a picture of his head right there and said, making love to the spine and a few other lines below it. And so I went to the seminar and uh, I had no idea what I was doing at all. Nothing. And I just sat around a great master. He is certainly a master. And I sat around the chiropractors in the room and the students in the room who are older and in upperclassmen. And I just absorbed it. I did my best. And I remember getting an adjustment from Arno that really, it opened my mind to what chiropractic really can be. There's just like, there's levels in it. Mm -hmm. um, there's levels to it. And uh, just like in martial arts or in any of the arts or in anything that you can master, there's levels, right? And uh, so I, I had this experience where I got adjusted by him and I was blown away. And I immediately was just like, I have to learn how to do that. I don't know what that was, but I have to learn how to do it. So did you then reach out to Arno and almost try and get him as a mentor? Um, I, Arno was definitely a mentor because I went to, I just went to all of his seminars, like every single time that he was at Life West, which was two or three times a year, I just went to every single one and eventually ended up um, being on staff for him, like helping him. Um, he just asked, he saw when there was people who were taking it real seriously, he'd just say, Hey, do you want to be on staff and help out? And so I just, I guess by virtue of just showing up and taking it seriously, he just asked if I would be on staff. And then what that did was allowed me access, more access to him, which was he had a, a meal where you go have a meal with everybody on staff and you get to sit around and, you know, ask a few questions. And yeah, so it, 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 uh, that was cool. And then, and then I almost immediately after that, I went and started studying with Jay Kamarik. And uh, he was the, this guy I just spoke about, and Sue Brown, um, BGI. She's no longer alive. You know, she mm -hmm. passed away. Um, and Stu Bittman, and there's these other great chiropractors. I did Gonstead for years. I was just so into Gonstead. And I think what happens is you just kind of take everything and then you create your own approach. You know, and a lot of that stuff is what Centropy is. Um, you know, so you when mentioned Centropy, and yeah. When did Centrivy become a thing? Centrivy became a thing in, I think it was 2015. And uh, Patrick McMahon, my business partner. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I always have to say business partner because if I say partner, everybody thinks we're together. Like he's not my <laughs> husband. He's my business partner. We always laugh about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my business partner, Patrick, uh, it was 2015. And uh, uh, basically we had been doing seminars like a couple of years before that, we started teaching seminars. His wife, his girlfriend at the time, who's now his wife, was at the Barcelona Chiropractic College. And we were both living in Barcelona. And uh, 
she and her friends were having a terrible time with adjusting. They're like, we're going into clinic soon. We can't adjust. We're super nervous. Like every time we go up to adjust somebody, our hands are shaking. We get super nervous, sweaty, and uh, hands are sweating. And it's like, can you guys help us? And so we started teaching them these really, we went to the you know, 7 a.m. on Friday mornings at the Barcelona Chiropractic College and uh, in the basement down there. And we just, we started teaching these students to adjust very informally. And uh, from there, it grew into Centropy. Okay. So from like these small little events into it getting bigger and bigger in Barcelona, people starting to travel to Barcelona to come learn with us. Mm. And then people started asking us to go teach. Actually, we went up to the UK, uh, went to AECC. Well, we didn't go to AECC. We went to Bournemouth and yeah. had a seminar there. Um, and then we started moving around. We went to Germany. And then all of a sudden it was like, they're asking us to go to different countries, France, Singapore, Australia, US. And then all of a sudden it just started, you know, going. And what, what is the message that you spread when you travel with Syntropy? What, what are you teaching? Okay, so it, go, go ahead, yeah. Apart from obviously the adjustment, what, what's the message that you try to put across that's on that deeper level when people come to a Syntropy? I can go to any adjusting course and learn how to adjust a little bit better, but what is it that, what's the message from Syntropy that I get? Okay, okay so what it is is it's that... It doesn't matter who you are, how big you are, how small you are, if you're male or female, if you're athletic or non-athletic, you can be a masterful adjuster. And so it's not about, can I get a little bit better at my technique? It's what can I do in a compounding way if I were to get better 1% every single week? What if I just improved 1% every single week and it creates that hockey stick, right? And it's like the, um, most people get out of school and they think, I've got it. I'm okay at adjusting. And let me just copy paste that 30 times over a career instead of thinking, how can I develop and become a real master here? And so our mentality is what makes us different in that I don't care who you are. I care about like, I don't care about what you've done up till now. It doesn't matter. But what matters is what are you doing now? And what are you going to be doing in the next year to five to 10 years? And if people can just step into this idea of you don't get a black belt by rolling out of bed and not doing anything and you don't roll up the mountain to success. It just doesn't work that way. It works by training. And if you train and you break down the fundamentals, then you can be a master. I don't care who you are. So apart from the seminars that you put on, do you, is there training that you influence people to try and do yes. whilst they're at work outside of it so there's a little bit of take home yes. afterwards as well okay brilliant yeah so what it is is if you've never been to Centropy, you haven't been yet you gotta I come not been, yeah. you gotta come june it's coming up there's a seminar coming up in heathrow um i'll put and... in the bio below don't worry <laughs> awesome that's great that's really great um is that it's we're quite different patrick and i are quite different um Patrick is a very understands mechanics. It's almost like he has an engineer's mind. He loves seeing the way things work and breaking down each component and each kind of fundamental basic of the adjustment, understanding biomechanics of your body and of the person's body who's being adjusted. Yeah. Um, and we all understand that there's mechanics and there's energetics. And what we mean by energetics is like you being present with that person, the way that you are when you show up and be with them. And we call that dropping in. Okay, so dropping in, it's dropping into your body. It's not just thinking, 
You don't think a miracle into somebody's body. You actually have to do something through your body. And as a result, it stimulates, you know, their body to get back into balance and create whatever it needs to create from there. So we have this kind of mechanics and energetics, and that's what makes us a very, very good uh, chiropractic kind of like teaching couple. Um, does that make sense? hundred percent. Like I remember at UCA this year, you did the drop in and afterwards the energy in the room just completely shifted. And yes, I think that speaks for itself and it kind of goes on exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I wanna... um, it, 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 it is, if I just, one more thing, if I could is, cool. um, and what, what makes a difference is that also, I don't know how, if you've been to a lot of adjusting seminars, but I've been to so many and many of them, it was almost like it was uh, the, the, the teacher was a guru, like they were up on a pedestal. And it was a lot of times this very weird attitude of like, uh, I've got this thing that you probably can't do. And I'm above you, kind of like a hierarchy. Mm. And if you ask questions, I'll treat you like a, a dipshit, you know, like, uh, like what, what a question, you know. Um, and I think something that makes our seminars quite different is that we both, Patrick and I had both had these experiences and we come from a place of being very humble and respectful of our people and like hey we've all been there there ask the questions you've got to ask and we're going to help you no matter where you're at if you're a student or you're a dc that's been at it for like 30 or 40 years which we have a lot of those come as well doesn't matter like ask questions like let's help you let's take you wherever you're at to your next level i, th I always think it's so selfless when people like yourself because we are we're all chiropractors there's no hierarchy within it but it's selfless to go out of your way to say look this is how I do it if you guys want to come and have a look at how we do things and if potentially you can use that in your own practice or to further develop your skills then come along it's about opening up that opportunity to the world and to those people yeah. who resonate with that and I honestly, everyone who comes on the show, there's there's usually someone, they're offering something. And I think it's so great because you're offering growth within chiropractic. It's not mm -hmm. about you and our, uh, you and Pat going around the world traveling and, and saying that we are the best. It's, it's how do we make chiropractic and chiropractors better, which is yes. something to just be so humbling about. And you're doing everything that you can with all of the resources that you put out and the seminars and the conferences and the talking that you do. I think Thanks. honestly, I don't want to say thank you for that as well. And you, you inspire everyone. And I listen to talks and I, and I get inspired and pumped by everything you say. So thank you. for oh, that. Thank you so much. Can, can, I'd really appreciate that. Lewis. Thank you. Uh, I don't know, man. It's this crazy it's this path that is I remember being exactly where you're at and it goes by like that you know and so I think we just have to enjoy it and understand that we can all get where we want to it's just about remembering what you want Arno Brunier said that he said discipline is remembering what you want you know yeah. and um and uh you asked us about how do what do we do after the seminars and so yeah we give you very clear we we recommend that everyone who comes to a seminar gets an accountability partner and we call them swim buddies, you know, like go, go out and swim, you know, you don't want to go out and swim on your own yeah. and make sure that you have a swim buddy, an accountability partner that, and we recommend filming your videos and sending them back and forth and coaching them together. Um, we have some um, skills training, specific skills training that we have people, uh, we have everyone get an elastic band, you know, like those exercise bands that you can get. Yeah. And we have them training at home and making sure that they're training their skills really smooth and, um, 
And then last thing is we've just recently launched this is we have an online academy, which is very, very helpful. So you can join the academy after the seminar and it's just a real easy way to stay connected. Um, there's videos of every single adjustment that we do, biomechanics and neurological understanding of all that we do. And then there's game tape of Patrick and I adjusting on those. And so people get to watch us adjust. You know, there's literally hours and hours of us adjusting. And a lot of people say that's the best part because they're like, I just needed to see you guys do it again and again. So we try to, <laughs> yeah, we try to, we try to really create a very powerful in-person experience at the seminar and then support people along their path to mastery because that's what we want for all of you. you know? It's amazing. And, and again, that just builds on what I was saying about everything you're putting out into chiropractic at the moment. Yes. I want to I want to pick your brains with the the a last a fun little question that okay I ask a few people I want one person that you would recommend students and new grads Google or go read a book of or anything like that one book or resource that you would recommend and then also one seminar that you would really recommend apart from your own okay uh, what was the first one it was the first the one, one is um a person that people need to know about within chiropractic? Um, I think that people really need to know about Jay Kamarik. I think that he is, it's J-A-Y-K-O-M-A-R-E-K, Jay Kamarik. Yep, I would absolutely go check him out. He has this documentary they did on him called uh, Life Adjusted, and it follows him. Check it out. It's it's powerful. It's really cool. I'm going to watch it this afternoon. Yeah okay yeah and then a resource like a book or um an audio thing you saw on youtube or something i don't know something that you would really recommend every student or new grad has to read atomic habits by james clear yeah uh, have you read that i've got it it's in my to read pile cool. i've got too many yeah. recommendations from doing this podcast i have like piles of books that i just can't read it all at once it's in my pile of books to read yeah it's good. It's, it's really, it's the way his writing is awesome. It's just packed with wisdom. And if I can, I'm going to say one more and it's an old school like text from, I think it's the, the early 1900s and it's called the science of getting rich. Science. And it's uh, by Wallace Wattles, Wallace Wattles. And it's not just about like how to make money. It's about the science of abundant thinking. And it's, it's awesome. It's a, it's a great one. And then the last one is a seminar that really blew your mind or a conference or uh, an event that really you would recommend people try to go to apart from Um, <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Um, I love learning. I've been to so many seminars in my life. Um, some other stuff that's, I think that has changed my life more than any is with is outside of chiropractic actually. And <laughs> it's um, he is a chiropractor, but he's teaching, he teaches meditation. And his name is Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah. Joe Dispenza, yeah. And he teaches like really cool courses on meditation. And I believe that that's a huge part of mm, any successes that I've had in my life. I think a huge part of it is mindset and his meditation and his learning how to focus on things. Um, focusing on what you want with real clarity and then associate, like linking that up with an elevated emotion um, it just creates uh, creates stuff. It's it's cool, really really cool stuff. It's yeah. interesting you say that because it just came up. A Joe Dispenza book came up on my Audible like recommended next 
I just listened to the untethered soul and then that was next on um so there you go that's a sign I'm going to use that and I'm going to I'm going to get it as my next audible book amazing yeah great Lewis thank you so much honestly Aaron it's been I can't believe how quickly that's just flown past that's been over half an hour already um <laughs> I just want to Me say too. again thank you for everything yourself and that Pat does as well within Syntropy and giving your time today to come and talk to us um it's been amazing and I really appreciate everything you've done uh it's been a pleasure and thank you so much if I can do anything to help you and what you're doing I love what you're doing as well mm-hmm. so um count on me and, and I'm happy to help you and thanks Amazing. to everybody for watching are you okay if I leave your socials down below in the in the yeah. bit so people can reach out amazing thank you so yeah. much Hello, a quick special announcement to say that we are working alongside a blockchain expert and a designer to work on a NFT project. It's available online. You can go on OpenSea.io, um, join the community on Discord and check out our Instagram and Twitter. It's 206 Bones NFT. It's a collectible series of trading cards and it's all 206 bones of the body. Um, for more information, have a look in the description below.